Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And today I have a very special guest. Her name is Stacy Walls, and we had a such a powerful conversation about combining faith and business and strategy, but more important than that, being able to lead with your heart rather than your fear. If you are interested in learning about how Stacy has used 35 plus years of experience in corporate and her entrepreneurial experience to help hundreds of business owners achieve nine figure months, then you're going to really want to listen to this conversation because it's not going to be able to just shift your mindset on just how you do business, but how you do life. So much valuable insights that I myself have gained and I'm hoping that you will too. And we'll get to it after this short break. Hey, Stacy. Hey there, it's so good to be here with you. I'm excited about this. Well, I just am really excited to tell this audience, those who are listening, that Stacey is not just a woman in business. She's a woman of God. So we're going to mix a little faith and a little business and just some good lessons along the way. And I'm really excited to bring you on board to share your experience, your strength, your hope, and the power that is within all of us. So with mm-hmm. that being said, I have to dive in and ask you, girl, why were you in an RV? <laughs> why did you well, sell your stuff and go in an RV? You know, it's a funny, so we've been in business for 35 years and we have been blessed to raise up some pretty massive companies from scratch. And In 2017, uh, I woke up, had this dream, and the dream was all about us giving away all of our money and feeding the poor, clothing the naked. And and really, there's actually, in in scripture, there's a story of a guy, it's the parable of the rich young ruler. And he was asked to give everything away. And of course, he said no, and went away sad because he had great wealth. And so when I had this dream, I said to my husband, because we have produced multiple companies, we've gone through seven recessions and come out each time, even though it's been difficult, bouncing back and thriving. Mm. And so I said, you know, it is a huge, we were making more money than we had ever made in our lives in 2017 at that point. And I said to him, I had this crazy dream, but I really think it is actually a, a, a request. I think it's I think God wants us to give our money away. And, you know, at first that would be to most people, that would be such a random thought, but we had been having conversations about how I was just so frustrated with, you know, the way politics were and the way schooling was and the way, um, you know, even local churches and, and everything had become such a big business. And there was just something I was, even our company, I was like, there's just something not quite right. And I really want to do this. And so we agreed that I would step away from my corporate position. I would step away from being the front on everything that we were doing at the time. I would step away from all of my sales position and and really just start giving away money to our nonprofit organization, which is EM Women, where we rescue, restore the lives of women who've been homeless, who've gone through trafficking, who've been abused, domestic violence, molestation. And I would just give my focus to that. And uh, so he agreed. Well, one month later, he said, you're not going to believe this, but I had a dream (laughs) and I think I'm supposed to do it with you. So in Mm. 2017, we both went all in to just extravagantly giving away everything we had right down to, we went nine months, even without a vehicle, two and a half years 
of giving, giving. We fed 10,000 homeless people at the convention center. We, we were the um, event coordinators for a big Christmas event at Christmas for all the home, 10,000 homeless people in Dallas. And, uh, and, and just giving and giving and giving. And obviously it was very difficult because we went to the point where we had nothing. We didn't have mm. money. We didn't know how we were gonna pay the bills. And every time I would get offered a, a C-suite position, I would be so tempted to take it. And I would feel something inside me say, I didn't tell you to take a position. I told you to give. And so there were some very, very, very difficult times in that window. But also in it, we I began, I had this dream that something was going to happen in 2020. And so it was the dream that I had was that there was, it was going to be like a, the grid was going to go out. It was going to be like an earthquake. If you'll remember in 2017 timeframe, there were a lot of earthquakes, a lot of mm -hmm. uh, hurricanes. I thought it was going to be an earthquake. And so we started talking about getting an RV. And I was saying to my husband, I, I, we would stay up at night. Every single night, we would watch another RV show on, on YouTube. And mm. so we had all these shows that whenever they would go live, we'd be like, oh, there's another one. And we would, we would jump together and we would watch it. And so mm -hmm. we said, let's, let's do this. Let's even put the house up for sale and let's, let's get an RV. And if, if God tells us to do something different, then we will, but let's spend a year in an RV. Well, towards the end of 2019 on my birthday, we had been trying to sell the house for a year and a half on my mm. birthday, December 8th, a lady called, I was actually at a Tony Robbins event and she called and she said, Hey, I saw your house. I know it's not for sale anymore, but it was for sale six months ago. Is it still available? And wow. we said, yes. And she said, I need, I'll pay cash, but I wow. need it in 20, 27 days. Wow. So I was out of town. We had to pack up during Christmas, get that house shifted. But what it did now we had no strings. So mm. we were set for RV life. And so January 1st, 2020, we drove off the lot with our new RV and her name is Jubilee. And <laughs> we proceeded to change our life dramatically. Our studio uh, instead of being in our home, we had a nice estate, 5,000 square foot home, all of that. We had now just extravagantly given. We didn't realize that the give was because God was setting us up for 2020 to be in a place where it didn't matter if the banks closed down. It didn't matter if the churches closed down. It didn't matter if the schools closed down because we shifted our life to a completely mobile lifestyle where we were not hung up on the stock market. Uh, we had given everything away. So we didn't have anything to lose. So in 2020, we were in the mountains. We were fishing. We were camping. Wow. We were mountain climbing. Our children, we were living our best life. And obviously, we were very touched by the impact and the trauma that the rest of the world, a lot of the world was going through. And it was one of those things where the, the, the RV was really a setup. So I have a saying, I say, when you have a setback, don't take a step back, but get ready for your comeback. Because sometimes a setback like COVID or diagnosis or divorce or some type of pain, sometimes a setback is actually a setup for you to rethink, reboot, recalibrate, or even reinvent your life and business. And in 2020, like many people, we just did it a little different we reinvented our life. We got time to say, what do we, what do we want to do in the future? 
Who do we want to be in the future? What type of business? Do we want a brick and mortar business or do we want an entirely mobile um, remote business? And so we shifted our entire lives and Jubilee, our RV, she's still going strong and, and we're getting ready to hit the road with her again. Wow. There's just so much to unpack. <laughs> there's so much, <laughs> like, first of all, Nate, for those who are not Bible readers or those who are familiar with Christianity, would you explain what, why Jubilee is such a significant name? You know, it's interesting. I say to people, cause I, obviously we have companies and I don't think companies are Christian companies. I don't think Chick-fil-A is a Christian company. It's just mm-hmm. run by people with specific core values and belief systems. And whether somebody is, I, I happen to be of the Christian faith. That is, that is my practice. I have been my whole life. My daddy was a pastor. Uh, my grandfather was a missionary and had a Bible college and sent missionaries all over the world. It's not a, a surprise that I would be called by God to give away everything like a missionary and go feed the poor, clothe the naked. Um, But I just say to people, everybody's on a path. And for some people that may be a different religion, or it may be that they're just seeking right now. If if you don't believe in something, you will fall for anything. You will fall for the rhetoric of, of politics. You'll fall for the rhetoric of the media. You'll believe everything that you see because you, it's the only thing you believe in. I, learned early in my life, and I have been blessed to have many successes and many failures and many awards. And I've learned that my life with God and believing in uh, a true savior, some people say it's weakness. You need that because you're weak. I I believe that on the con. We've raised companies into the hundreds of millions. That's not weak. Uh, We've raised sales teams into the hundreds of thousands. That's not weak. It's Mm. called principles and being a Mm. principle-driven leader we talk about having a North Star inside of our mastery programs and our mastermind. We have so many CEOs and influencers uh, that pay, you know, up to $100,000 to be inside of our programs because they're searching for clarity mm. and they've tried it in every other way. But when they go from a shotgun mentality in their life to a rifle focus, being able to say, I want to align everything I do, my family, my faith my fitness, my finances, my freedom. I want to align every area, even my company with one North star. And I want to make sure that that North star, whatever that primary value is for me, it is knowing God and and making him known. So being a reflector of the love of God, the, the fruit of the spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, everything that we do, every article, every podcast, every uh, program, every piece of curriculum, Every company that works with us, they know that they're going to go through that North Star, that we want to show them a way that they can bridge both what they believe in, their faith, and their finances or their business modalities so that they can build a purpose-driven, faith-based, highly profitable life and business that they love without losing their peace. And it has been something that if I said it was just something I think about, uh, I wouldn't be have so much conviction but we have proven it over and over again. And we've just decided this is where we're going to stake our claim and we're going to show as many people how to do what we do as possible. Oh, that, that is just incredible. And, and what I love so much about you, Stacy, is not that you say these things, you have symbols and you have a firm identity that helps mm. you grounded and not deflected and 
missing where the North Star is. I, I just have to say this for the benefit of everyone that's listening. Jubilee is such a significant name because um, this is a, this is a, a Bible and in Hebrew days, the, every 50th year, the Israelites <laughs> uh, were set free, debts canceled, it what, pe- property restored back. It mm-hmm. was a year of celebration. It was a year of rejoicing. It was freedom, is emancipation. Girl, and I got be- chills all over my body that you're going here because there is so, you know, I never know on a podcast if somebody's going to go there. But when I say Jubilee, <laughs> you are the first, let me just say this. You are the first podcast host that has understood when I say her name was Jubilee. It happened on December 8th, my 50th birthday. Mm. The lady called and said, can I buy your house? That opened up the door for us to purchase Jubilee January one three months before the world shuts down. And that is emancipation. God Mm. set us out into a place where we were free. Not only did we have no debts, we did because we, we gave away everything. Right. But Mm. we also were set free from the overarching pressures of the world that so much of the world was under. We were actually freed from, and we had that, that was the best year of our lives so far. Now, obviously 2021, we launched Fuel by Fire and God just exploded. I, I believe open heavens. There's a scripture in Malachi that says, test me and see if I won't open the windows for you. And that, that was all on the heels of being extravagantly generous. Can you express yourself gen- through generosity of finances? Because most people, that's the hardest part. I'll give you my time, but man, you start talking about my money. That's a tough one because I got bills to pay. I got kids to feed. But on the heels of giving everything away, we are in a place right now where we have more than enough land, more than enough business, more than enough money. More, And I always dreamed of that for 50 years. I, I would read that scripture and go, what would it feel like to have more than enough? What mm. would it feel like to have more than enough energy, more mm. than enough money, where you could literally say to somebody, you need a house? We're going to help you build it. We're going to help you... How, how would it feel to be part of a, being a lender of a commonwealth and not a borrower? You, you can't have a commonwealth, uh, and that's what a, a monarchy, a, a supreme monarchy is, which I believe heaven is, is a sharing kingdom versus mine, 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 mine. And, and it, it took us some time to really be able just to open up the purse strings per se and, and say, we want to help as many people as possible in this lifetime. Our goal mm-hmm. is to, you know, through our businesses to give 90%, be able to run everything we do off of 10% so that we can start a model of giving that other people can duplicate. You know, there's a lot of principles about first fruits scattered throughout the Bible. I mean, when, mm-hmm. I mean even when the question Jesus was asked was what's the number one commandment? And it's not love your Lamborghini. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not love your Tesla, you know, it's love right. your God and then love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And it all kind of falls into place. I, I think so many areas throughout scriptures, littered throughout, you mentioned Malachi. I think about Abel and Cain giving the first mm-hmm. fruit. I think about before uh, Joshua led, um, the people to take over Jericho, they said, take over the land 
and only took the gold, put it into a storefront to honor me. The uh, a sub Come on, girl. Burn, burn everything else down. And th- this, this is ideas. And w- in order for us to achieve what we want, we need to burn down our idols. Burn Here's the down interesting everything. thing. Yeah. Denise, mm-hmm. so many people look at that, what you're mm-hmm. saying right now. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, if people can get what you're saying, this is mm-hmm. so powerful because we live in a demigod society. We live where we put things before our family. We put things before uh, our health let alone we put things before God. And there's so many people that they have fallen in. And that's why we we use the acronym, boom, break out of mediocrity. The mediocre way to think is 10 commandments. That's so old. That's just the law that that's, you know, this is modern day times that doesn't apply today. That's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And yet what people don't understand is the same power that was in scripture is the same power available today. People just aren't tapping into it because they have decided that there's a better way than, than God's way. So that first, that first 10 commandment, that first commandment is you shall have no other gods before me, girl, just our iPhones go Mm. before God. We spend more time scrolling than we do listening uh, to, to the voice of the father. We spend more time at the gym working Mm. on our physical earth suit, then we do recognizing this earth suit's temporary. What am I doing to actually enrich my spirit? And and those things that you're talking about, why they look like they're so far, I mean, don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal. Those are the big ones. But the the more essential ones are, are you loving your neighbor? Are you nice? Like when you go Mm. to work, do people think that you're a nice person? Because the fruit of the spirit, which the word fruit there means proof, the Mm. proof that you are operating in the character of God is that you will have love, joy, peace, patience. Just most people get hung up. I used to right there. Patience, Mm. kindness, goodness. And and when we look at people burning things down and crushing in and people are like, well, I have a right to do that. No. We don't have the right to be unkind. We have the right, you have been, we've been given the privilege and I'm not talking politically because I think both sides are a little whack. I, think we, <laughs> I don't want to be represented by an elephant. I don't want to be represented by a donkey. I want to be represented by a lamb. I uh, want to be represented by tenderness, uh, kindness, generosity, love. And if we can really get refocused, I truly believe that's the way we're going to start to shift the narrative of the world that's around us. Wow. Wow. You know, it all starts with humility. You mm-hmm. notice that, Stacey? All of it always goes back to humility. We live in a, a, a countercultural world that has brainwashed us from the beginning, the first, from the article the Elmo or whatever, or the Barbie right. doll or, <laughs> or whatever. So I'm, true. And you're indoctrinated into mm-hmm. you're only as good as the last item that you possess. Wow. You're only as good Denise, as the last title good. that you possess. You're only as good as how many likes you get. Mm. Well, there's only two dates, two moments that matter in your life. It's your birthday and your birth death, your death, your death. That's it. 
what you do in between that is not a reflection of what people say, but how you react to that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just finished a, a series that uh, is inside of our mastery program, and it's called the Kingdom Series, and it's Kingdom Authority, Kingdom Stewardship, Kingdom Citizenship. When when you realize that you're given exactly what you just said, a, a birth date in an earth suit, and you get an end date of that earth suit, but that's really not the end. For If you're a believer, there's a whole nother existence after that. But the beautiful part about scripture is that it tells us that this earth suit that we have, it, it, you can actually experience heaven on earth. In fact, that's what Jesus' whole point was. For three years, he spent his entire life, those three years, his everyday waking moment, teaching about the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not meat. It's not Lamborghinis. It's not <laughs> drink. It's not where you go. It's not the Barbies. It's not the stuff. But it's righteousness, which means being in right standing with your creator. What did he put you here to do? What is your purpose? Are you fulfilling it? Righteousness, peace, and joy in his spirit. And so we are pursuing, if we want the kingdom of God, which he said, you know, disciples said, teach me how to pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth earth. as it is in heaven. So most people think, well, I'm going to live the life here and then I'll enjoy my peace in the sweet by and by. God wants us to experience abundance and joy and love. And it's not a prosperity all about money thing because money is not an, money was never an issue for Jesus. If he needed money, he'd go pull a coin out of a fish's mouth. Money is not an issue to Larry and I, because we know if there's something that we need, God will provide it. Now we learned that in the two and a half years after giving everything away, mm. we had to be fully dependent on can God provide? Because just like everybody else, we had gone through droughts and we, oh God, help us get through this. You know, it's amazing how we we live away from God until we have deep devastation or need. And then all of a sudden we back oh, yeah. up, oh God, oh. please help me. But on the other side of the chasm of giving everything away and being fully dependent and trusting God we began to realize there's a second economic system that is not of this world. There is a currency that's not of this world. The economic system of the earth is Bitcoin and dollars and uh, metals and, and gold and silver, but none of those, because those are all, that's what we talk about. You know, what's on the 39th floor and below is everything on earth. Another dream that I had, but, um, that those things are material. So remember the kingdom of God is not material, not meat or drink. It's not of this world. It's, mm. it's out of this world. So if we begin to say, God, I want to, I want to play in the economic system of peace that passes all understanding. How do I do that? And it might be forgive your neighbor. Mm. Say, I love you to your wife who ticked you off this morning. Mm. Be generous. When you know you're down to your last two mites, mm. give anyway. When somebody Mm. hurts you, bless those who persecute you. Do Mm. good to those who despitefully use you and say false things about you. All of a sudden, you tap out of the earth's economic system into total abundance, love, Mm. joy, peace. And believe it or not, on the backside of all that is supplication. It is Mm. the ability to have more than enough, more Mm. than enough supply for what you need on earth, because now 
You're a kingdom ambassador. You're representing a kingdom that's bigger than your kingdom. A king, and, and the king never wants to show poverty. Never. Mm. He's known by the wealth of his people in a true commonwealth. So mm. there's this place, Denise, that I think people have missed. We missed it our entire life till I was 50. I didn't even being in, in church my entire life. I didn't see that we were playing in the wrong economic system that now today we have cars and we've got properties and we've got, you know, ranch that we have five acres dedicated to M women and transitional living. We've got a lot of stuff, but none of it is ours. And we recognize that. So we don't want to have anything in our hands that we don't consider holy ground that we mm. say, God, this is yours. We dedicate this property to you. We dedicate this house to you. We dedicate this car to you. Well, if you're selfish, greedy, it's very difficult to dedicate something to God that you know you're using for manipulation or you're using for um, something that might be immoral. And the more we line up with this righteousness, the more all of a sudden the windows of heaven open up to us. You know, I'm feeling a stir to say this, Stacy, and I think somebody needs to hear it. I know we're going to build up on this is you mentioned earlier about you felt a calling, a little nudge to try to get a C-suite position, but you felt convicted by Holy Spirit not. And this is what I want to talk to somebody's listening right now. I have to say this. You may be urged, nudged to do something that is accommodating your flesh, but is completely out of the will of God right now for your life. Mm, wow. Let that sink in. What your flesh is telling you is never in sync what Holy Spirit wants. Never. Your, your, your flesh wants immediacy. It wants gratification. It wants adoration. It wants praise. But once you get in sync with what Holy Spirit wants for your life, your needs will be provided above and beyond your wildest dreams or imagination. But that comes mm -hmm. when you're willing to fall in line with his plans, not yours. One of the things I see so fascinating in business is this whole business of self-actualization from Maslow, Sarah, and so many psychologists when you become your best version of yourself. Well, the gospel is the anti-self-actualization <laughs> process right. when you're becoming less like the world and more like Jesus. And mm -hmm. once you understand your gifts and your talents, your, what you have in, by, put into you and you bring out through your, your discipline and your obedience, and your patience, then your needs will get fulfilled above and beyond. So if you're coming from this anxious, anxious, rushing, I need to get paid. I need to get this position. I need Stacy to help me. I need Denise to help me. I need blah, blah, blah to help me. But you're not in sync with what God's wanting you to do. It's going to be to your own peril. We have a, when somebody comes into our program, it's, it's amazing. We have so many CEOs, leaders, they come in thinking, obviously, because we've done, we've raised up so many big companies and I've worked with over 250,000 small business owners. And so we have, we have, we've been blessed. We have an anointing, we have a gifting to help produce wealth, but I know this money only makes you more of what you are. So, so many people come into our program that end up completely shifting their careers mm. out of what they're doing because they realize this has been selfishly motivated. I did this. I wanted to start a coaching program because coaching was so popular, or I wanted to start this business because my friends asked me if I would start it with them. And when we get down, we do something called the accelerate. Uh, it's a mastery course called accelerate. We go into their timeline. We go before we start 
planning goals and mm. something we call the 1% method of micro progress moving forward. Let's look back at what has been the kryptonite of mm. your past mm. because kryptonite will always try to show up. And if you don't identify those markers, maybe you were raped or abused, or maybe you, you went through, your parents went through a divorce and you've never been able to let go, or maybe uh, your family went through devastating finances. And if you carry that without knowledge, so I always say that your history is there, not for you to be triggered by it, not for you to be uh, locked to it. It's only information. Nothing can get to us unless God allows it. So your, mm. your, your history is information to help set you up for a next season, which should be transformation, meaning in the season of metamorphosis or transformation, which many of you might be going through right now, it's letting go of the strings of your past, the trauma of your past, forgetting those things. When it says forgetting, it doesn't mean that they'll go away. It means let, not letting them hurt you anymore, forgetting those things which are behind you so you can press towards what is your higher calling? So transformation season, which a lot of people are in, is how do I get over the fact that I was raped by mm. my, my dad who's still in my life at Christmas? How do I get over the fact that that business partner did me wrong and I still have to see them on a quarterly basis? How do I? Well, that's all information. If it wasn't for my history of going through uh, all the things that I went through and being diagnosed with cystic fibrosis and being mm -hmm. left in my first marriage and going through suicidal depression and, and all of the trauma I went through, I would not have the stories I have today to do what I do in my career so that I can understand and have empathy mm -hmm. for people who are going through the exact same. So it's just information to me. I'm not tied to it. I'm, in fact, I'm grateful for it. Because if I can survive that, what is it, Kelly Clarkson? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so when I was able to go through the transformation of letting go, now I go from information transformation into duplication. How can I help someone else go through, survive, and transform through what I went through? And then the final stage is, am I ready for multiplication and monetization? So you go information transformation, duplication, start giving it out for free, helping other people with your story so that eventually you can monetize and move into monetization of that thing that you've been blessed with, the blessed to know, you've made it through it, you've got example, you're now a leader worth following, now you can monetize it. And if you can learn how to monetize your reputation, which mm. is your history, your current reality, and even your desk, if you can learn how to monetize that, now you figured out personal branding. You're using mm. the whole of who you are, past, present, and future. Mm. You know, well, as I was thinking about what you just said, one of the things that we haven't taken full advantage of is authentic vulnerability, mm. where people are sharing things, not from a place of trying to manipulate or monetize, but from a place of pure service. Yep. And I think people can pick up the, the difference between that energy. You know, in that process of information transformation, mm -hmm. duplication, mm -hmm. then monetization, most mm -hmm. people go after monetization first. How do I monetize my skills? How do I monetize? Because they're trying to put food on the table and it's understandable. But this is where Zig Ziglar and I, the blessing of traveling with him for 12 years is you can't go and do 
before you've become. That's why you had be, do, have, right? Who are you as a leader? How has the story transformed? How have you become a more generous person? How have you become more humble because of your story? Because it won't be your strength that gives you the breakthrough of peace and profits. It will be through your brokenness and your servitude. And again, obviously, that's all of scripture. Jesus didn't come to lead. He came to serve. And we get that that recipe backwards. We put the ingredients in in the wrong order. And we try to go out and we chase money for most people most of their life. They'll chase money, chase money, try to pay the bills, try to pay the bills. Instead of realizing when you're in the kingdom, money's chasing you. Because Mm. heaven is behind you, ready Mm. to support you. But you got to get lined up with that North Star so that you're not on your path trying to struggle through humanity, which was obviously the curse of of the Garden of Eden. They went from complete abundance to striving and struggling because they got out of the will of God. They got ahead of the story. God, God already had for them all power and all dominion and all. But they wanted to do it their way. So the selfish ambition of I could do it better. Then what God, I can do it better than the old Testament. I can do it better than the 10 commandments. Mm. We, we have a, that's where the world is today. And so, mm. so much of the world, they're hurting the, the, the pain that we see in the earth today. It's the earth groaning mm. because it's out of sync with its creator. It's not in, it's not in righteousness or alignment and alignment precedes or even supersedes assignment. So what mm. we do is we've taught people, you got to go to school figure out your assignment, go out there, make money. And nobody teaches them that really what you need to do is identify the first course after graduation, or even even, we did it with our kids when they were just three and five years old. The first course we should be teaching is who are you? What do Mm. you represent? And what is your North star? Mm. Because if you can live a life and identify so many people go to college and then they don't use that money. They don't use that degree. It's wasted money because they don't, they never became, they don't know who they are. So they're just wasting money and wasting years. Denise, I think today for your listeners, this is about not wasting time, getting clear and stopping and saying, you know what I say every morning, good morning, Holy Spirit. Mm. What would you have of me today? Mm. And I stop every morning and I wait, not what am I going to do today? Here's my schedule. Here's my appointments. Stop long enough. And maybe you've never done that before. So somebody just needs to say, God, what would you have of my life? Not just of my day. What would you have of me? You might be in the wrong career. You might be in the wrong relationship. You might be dating someone right now that you're, mm-hmm. you're, you just know something inside of you. It's not been right. And now is the time. This is the place. You're the only one who can start that revolution of change. I'm hoping this is a giant wake up call for those who are listening and thinking to themselves, I know somebody needs to shift, but I don't know what. Napoleon Hill by no means is a Christian or philosopher (laughs) once said, if your mind fears poverty, your mind will attract poverty. If your mind demands opulence and expects it, your mind will attract the physical and financial equivalent of opulence. This is in accordance with the immutable nature of law of nature. And I truly believe, while he may not be a man of God, <laughs> that was inspired text because I see so often when we radiate energy of fear, scarcity, 
lack, demonic forces latch on to that and amplify it. You know, Napoleon here, the interesting thing, whether it's Napoleon Hill or Hitler or any other one, any other leader who used power to manipulate people, mm. we've seen that forever, all throughout mm. uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Here's the interesting thing. It's the principle that you cannot stop. Methods are many or tactics or strategies. You know, every coach has a different strategy. I've got the 1% method and I've got the sweet spot audit and things that I teach inside of our programs. Those are many. Methods are many. Principles are few. Now, principles are laws of the universe, like gravity. You mm. can have any kind of principle you want to, I mean, a strategy you want to about how to utilize gravity to your advantage. But one thing you will never change is the law of gravity. And mm. so the, prince, the, the, the methods around gravity might change, uh, whether it's uh, flight or whether it's uh, being able to use uh, force through breaking the sonic boom, whatever it might be. But the principles are few because the principles never change, but strategies do. So mm. that is a principle. That's actually a biblical principle of whatsoever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your mind, whatever you conceive to be your reality, and, and, and whether you are a believer, whether you're a Christian, whether you're um, somebody who just believes in the universe, it's a principle that has energy behind it. It's power, it's, it's forceful. So you don't have to necessarily be a believer in order for that to work for you. We've seen it all throughout history where there's some people that use it for good, some that, people that use it for bad, and some people that give credit to God for it. But the point is, if you believe right now you're going to walk into a room and you're going to be rejected on that cell, you're probably mm. going to be rejected because it is a energetic force that God put into place on the planet that what, whatever you believe, according to your faith, be it unto you. If you believe you're going to be rejected, you'll live a rejected lifestyle. If you were bullied when you were young and now you expect people to bully you, you will probably be bullied the rest of your life. That's why you've got to flip the script on your faith center and begin to believe differently so that you can begin to get different outcomes. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anybody listening to this saying, yeah, I'll get to it. It will get to you. <laughs> <laughs> it wow. will get to you. Let's, let's not be in the land of delusions. Cause I think for a lot of us, we like the comfort of the familiarity, the comfort of the routines, even those destroying us. You know, most people die at 47, but they're buried at 67. You understand mm, what I'm powerful. saying? Mm -hmm. They're living lies that have no meaning based on messages that were completely disunited, disunified, I'm, I'm mispronouncing the word, like completely separate from yeah. what they were designed to do. You're living in disharmony. Hmm. Which interestingly enough, the prayer of agreement, mm. harmony, yeah. alignment, unity, it is the strongest force on the planet. That's why it's so interesting to see the divorce rate, the division rate, how many people, brothers against brothers, children against children, children against their fathers. What is that? That's discord. Mm. When discord happens, it's our, it, again, scripture says that strife 
hinders prayers. It blocks the supernatural. So if you're in discord, this is why forgiveness, again, it's a different currency. You can be doing all the right things that ClickFunnels has told you to do. You can do all the right <laughs> things that Tony Robbins has told you. You're like, I'm doing everything they're saying to do, but I'm not getting the results. Try going into the currency of the kingdom and say, where is it that I'm currently off center? Do you need to forgive someone? Maybe, maybe you've had some quote unquote little white lies, which by the way, that God doesn't compartmentalize size of lies. Um, you're either honest or you're dishonest. Maybe you're, you're just not kind. Maybe there's some unnatural sources, let's mm -hmm. say spiritual forces against you because you're not operating in unity or alignment, or like Denise said, in, in harmony to what your true North star should be. So today, the quickest way to get on the other side of poverty is not find a new job. The quickest way to get on the other side of poverty is not to uh, try to figure out how you can manipulate another person. The quickest way to get on the other side of poverty is get your mind, your life, and your heart straight with the currency of the kingdom. Forgive those who've hurt you. Bless those who've persecuted you. If you owe somebody, go pay it back as quickly as possible. If you owe a bank and you're now in debt and, and you live in debt, don't make your, your next tax relief uh, refund go towards another TV. Get <laughs> out of debt. Pay back those people who are currently making you a slave to, to, a bar, to a lender. Get into the place where you're like, wow, there's another way. There's another economic system that if I do things that way, I, I get to feel true peace. You know, going into 2023, 2024, I've told all of our clients, be liquid, be free. Mm. If ever there's a time to get out of debt, don't owe the banks. It's right now. Right now, and there's a lot of my friends that are very, very leveraged in the banks. I said, whatever you do, have liquidity. Because there's going to come a time in 2022, 2023, 2024, it's going to get crazy. It doesn't matter who you believe and who you vote for. It's just going to get crazy. There's going to be lies. There's going to be deception. There's going to be, uh, just like I felt in 2020, something was coming. You want to be liquid. You want to be able to have finances available. We teach something called a six-month emergency relief fund. You want to make sure that's in place. There's some practical things that people can be doing right now, knowing that there could be a coming uh, pestilence. There could be coming conflict. Mm -hmm. Get mm -hmm. ready, get ready, get ready, because now is, you've got an opportunity right now. You don't need another shirt. You don't need another pair of shoes. You don't need another TV. What you need is freedom. And freedom does come with a price tag, but it's usually opposite of what the world's going to tell you to do. Hmm. And, and just, I, I just had to throw this out there, mortgage, the word mortgage, the Latin root, Latin root <laughs> word comes from Latin mortis, which is to die. Mm -hmm. And you're, we're holding on to things that are meant to literally cling us to death. And I don't know the, the financial situation of everyone who's listening. But what I'm trying to say is if you're holding on to things that are literally robbing the life force out of you, that's a clear indication that you're in bondage. And Interestingly enough, yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. It's worth just, again, do an assessment today. And I think this mm -hmm. is a great place for us to leave you guys with a, a thought of doing a personal assessment is where am I 
now if your life is perfect and you've got total peace and you've got more than enough and then you're this place of abundance and you're the the lender and not the borrower then then this good for you that means you're probably in great alignment with god but if you're not and you've tried everything else try this what if there's something in your life an ingredient it's like if you take an ingredient i if you guys were to see my studio right now Behind me, I have a small container of Hershey's cocoa. And oh. people always ask, why is that behind you? It's because Hershey's cocoa is very, very bitter as a single ingredient. Very bitter. Mm. In fact, if you put it in your mouth by itself, you'd probably spew it out and, and definitely need water. Mm. But when you put it into a recipe and you blend it together with a bigger recipe, it becomes something that actually my, my granny's famous chocolate cake has chocolate fudge on top. It is an amazing sweet tasting um, delicacy. But the problem is, is we don't look at the ingredients of our life enough. Sometimes we look at them and we go, well, I can't because that ingredients in my life. And you're like, well, no, that just needs to go into the recipe of the fullness of your life. On the flip side, maybe there's an ingredient in your life that's throwing your recipe off mm. completely. And it mm. could be unforgiveness. It could be debt. It could be animosity or anger towards somebody. Look at your life, do a personal audit and say, is there any ingredients in my life, anything, any secret thing, any public thing that I know right now could be hindering my success? Here's what I'm going to say before the end of this year, get really before the end of this day, get it out of your life mm. and watch what happens. Mm. Well, this was completely not expected, but totally delightful <laughs> conversation. And I'm hoping that those of you guys who are listening will listen again and share this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Stacy, how can people find you? You know, the easiest way is just to go to stacywallace.com. They can see everything that we're doing with them women and with our programs. Um, I would love to invite everyone. I do a free uh, challenge. It's a seven day life and business reset challenge where we go through all those big F words, faith, family, finance, fitness, focus, freedom, fun. We help people hit the reset button on their businesses. And it's mm. a seven day mastery course that we give away free. And uh, you can go to fbfchallenge.com. FBF stands for fueled by fire. fbfchallenge.com. Get registered. Uh, mm. make sure that when you get connected, because every person that registers, we give you a free coach for a week, an Ooh. advocate, make sure that you say to them that you came uh, because of Denise's show. And uh, that way we know that uh, you've been listening to this podcast and we certainly want to honor Denise in that process as well uh, and, and recognize her during those seven days. So um, yeah, you're going to get a free advocate that week to help you hit the reset button, help you think more clearly. Uh, we've trained these advocates. They're on staff with us. And we shut down for the week to totally focus on mm. the people that we've never met before that come in uh, through the life and business reset. I'm hoping that those of you guys who feel stirred will go ahead and take advantage of that resource. Stacey, is there any last closing thoughts you wish to share with those who are listening? I would just say, make your life 1% better every single day. Look at mm. what you can do to optimize, optimize, optimize 1% better every single day. 
Wow. With that being said, I'm hoping that everyone here will take that chance and explore and do what they know is the right thing to do. Stacy, thank you so much for joining me. And I'm hoping that we can do this again in the new future. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Denise. I appreciate it. Great. Thank you. Thank you. And to everyone who's listening, take care and be awesome.